0: Meet me at the ice cream truck, I'll buy you some ice cream. You know what I mean? The show is obscene, but I bet you gon' like these. Three dudes trying to get along. Craig Coleman and that full Sharon. Don't forget to start the show. EA dub, Eric Allen window. Let's roll, trying to keep up. Turn up the AC stage, eating up. Eat it up. Time to devour the full charge power hour. Yo. Welcome to the Full Charge Power Hour, I'm Matt Fulcheron My nickname is the Full Charge We're in too deep with that That is not going away (laughs) As I got into my old age, I tried to get rid of that I tried to leave it in Maryland Came with you But it came with me, there's nothing I can do I'm turning 40 in August And people call me Full Charge They shout it out of cars at me That's my fucking name My mother-in-law refers to you as that Well, there you go that's pretty much the litmus test, isn't it? <laughs> Donate a dollar to this podcast. Um I say it's worth a dollar. If you think it's worth less, <laughs> fucking I'll take it. Fifty cents? <laughs> if all you guys give fifty cents, I'll be happy as shit. I'll pay Wendell's gas bill if you give me if everyone give me fifty cents. Uh we got about five thousand listeners, which is pretty small, actually. Is it small? That's uh, small. Thank but you. Eh, it's pretty large once everybody starts giving a dollar Mm -hmm. Speaking of spending your hard-earned cash To support a free podcast uh, I've got a CD out called This is the part of the job I hate I thought it'd be a funny name This is the part of the job I hate As in it's the only only real shit you have to do As a stand-up Is the (laughs) (laughs) stand-up But it's become Selling it after the shows It's still properly titled This is the part of the job I hate I mean, I love meeting all you guys. What am I talking about? Uh, Spread the word to your friends. Let everybody know. Because somebody just hit me up on Twitter today, and they're like, when are you coming back on the Crab Feast? And they're like, Wendell's movie reviews on the Crab Feast are awesome. Hey, (laughs) we got it going on right here at the Full Charge Power Hour. Uh, I'm going to be opening for your boy Tommy Buns, Tom Segura at the Hartford Funny Bone. Uh, July 17th through 20th, that's this week, motherfuckers. West Nyack, New York, Stand Up Live, August 6th. I'm headlining, come see me, come see me, come see me. Craig Coleman is going to be at uh, Cervelo's in Long Beach on July 14th. Go check out Sweet Leaf. Go check out Craig Coleman, man. He's a funny guy. And I got uh, another funny guy right here, Mr. Claude Stewart. (laughs) respect yeah uh where are you gonna be buddy i am uh let's see here we're gonna start off next weekend i'll be in uh, laughs comedy club uh in toledo ohio come on now july 17 and 19 and then uh the second half of july uh check out claude com. c-l-a-u-d-e-s-t-u-a-r-t i'm all over california Then uh, August uh, 1st, 2nd weekend, I'll be at uh, JR's Comedy Club in Valencia by Magic Mountain. (laughs) Don't get jealous. (laughs) And uh, it's inside of Marie Calendars, dude. I know. And my Florida people, I will be back in uh, FLA, August 8 and 9, uh, Comedy Zone at the Riverside Theater in Vero Beach. And uh, August 10th, Comedy Zone at Howl at the Moon in Walton Beach, Florida. Y'all got shows to see. Y'all got homework to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh we are in Jesus Christ I almost forgot where we were. We're in Fort Lauderdale, Florida right now. Yeah. I was doing a show. I'm working here this week at the Hard Rock Casino at the Improv with my boy Burt Kreischer, but I was doing a one-nighter set up by this kid named Matt. <laughs> um in Deerfield, Florida, which is up by Boca Raton. Mhm. And um I'm up on stage. I've done about, like, 40 minutes. I'm about to get off soon, and in walks Claude Stewart. And, <laughs> folks, it's not a crowded venue. I can tell for sure that's my boy Claude. And uh, and now I'm just like, oh, fuck, I'm ready to shut this show down and go talk to Claude. Um, I was lucky to be alive that day because – and if you've heard some of this, I, I played just – I talked about this on stage and I sent you the tape – And you weren't joking. This is the real deal. Well, here's the deal. This is the unplugged version. Um, So I leave Monday night to go on a seven-week tour, which always makes me feel a little uneasy to know that I'm just not going to be – there's going to be nobody in my apartment for seven weeks. That is nerve-wracking. I gave Radio Rando a key. It's not the end of the world, but it's just like, ugh. It hasn't even started yet, and I already wish I was right back here. Right, right. Are you more annoyed or are you more concerned about Well, that here's the thing. I thought I was only going to be gone for like 10 days and then I had a gig that was canceled and then I got it back and this like I'm just like basically opening for people on this tour. So there's no going home. But but how does 10 days turn into 7 weeks? Because there was like a 10-day patch and then there was say like a 4-week patch after that with wow. one week off. So if you fill in that blank Ah, now you've gone seven weeks. I got gotcha. you, and so I was happy to have the work because who the fuck wants to fly back and forth? But at the same time, <sighs> exhaustion. <laughs> We're about five, six days into this tour, um, but anyways, I, I'm re- I'm leaving red eye style, and um, I leave at like I don't know. I leave my house at like 11 p.m. that night, Monday night. And I get in Florida on Tuesday around uh, two o'clock. Oh, you PM. Lose, you lose three hours. Lose three hours. Huge layover in Atlanta. Oh God! Fun, 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 <laughs> fun, 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 fun. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, "But that's cool." Uh, my boy Matt, who hooked up this Deerfield show, got me a hotel. Um, and so I called him up, and I'm like, "Yeah, you know, can I get a ride?" To uh, you know, I'm at the airport. Can I get a ride? And I'm like, so are you going to take me to the hotel, or are we just going to go straight <laughs> to the uh, the gig? And he goes, oh, there's no there's no hotel. He's like, you're staying at my place. And I'm like, oh, all right. So I went and looked at the text message that he sent me, and I was like, hey, if I'm coming in early, can I get a hotel? Mm-hmm. And he goes, he wrote like, I got a place. I got you covered. <laughs> ah, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's to me it sounds like I got you a place, right, right but what he's saying is, I have a place, that's it. I have a couch. He never acknowledged the hotel. No. He never said you're gonna be alone no he's uh, I later found out last night I found out he used to be a used car salesman <laughs> <laughs> so this fucker knows what he's doing, uh-huh, and he gave you the soft sale. He wasn't aggressive at all, <laughs> no, no no, no no no. <laughs> I'm like, all right, because I just heard this. I was just listening to this Corolla podcast where he's like, he just went into like, listen, everybody wants all these great things, but they're scared of the process. Mm. They're scared to do the work. They're scared to face the the discomfort. And so I'm all on board for like, all right, suck it up. Yeah. Be a man. Right. You're making money doing this. Like, you know, you're basically grabbing your dick and making sounds into a microphone for a living. (laughs) Fucking suck it up. So I get in this uh this kid's car. This is some this this is what I don't like about doing the road, is like I'm always climbing into people's cars. Um who you're just supposed to trust are good drivers, you're just supposed to trust they're not criminals, you're just supposed to trust that you know, the club is just kind of bouncing for them. But this isn't even a club, this is like a dude, a dude's friend. It's a dude that is buddies with a bar. <laughs> That's it, right? <laughs> so I get in the car. And he's in the diamond lane, just kind of speeding past all this traffic, and he keeps getting out his phone, because he's talking about how we're going to go watch the soccer game at Matt's. Uh-huh. And he's just like, he's watching a fucking soccer game like it's on, like he's watching television, basically. All on his phone. So he's driving the car, and he's not even doing the cool thing where he puts it up here. Yeah, yeah. He's like watching it in his lap. Jesus. Driving a fucking car, and I'm <laughs> losing my mind. I'm like, late on my health insurance payments. <laughs> I'm like, this, this is just, this is how it's going to go. At one point, he veers kind of left. He's also taking his hands off the wheel. What? Yeah. So, and so the car just starts to veer towards the jersey wall, and I go to grab for it. He seats. I'm going to grab for it, and he grabs it. And he says to me, he goes, he goes, you can't use cell phones in California when you drive, huh? And I was like, yeah, you can't, you can't use cell phones in Florida either. <laughs> or you can't. You're not good at it. So he's, he's not making eye contact He's looking down. Yeah. He's swerving. Yeah. Like, he's <laughs> breakdancing. And then he puts me in the position of being like uptight dude. Right, right. Now you're Which the is not a good role for me. I don't like that role. I'd rather he crash his car than me say like, hey, you know, be careful, man. Yeah. Play but, that square fucking Well, yeah, role. now you're the nerdy RA. Yeah, it's you know? like, all right, fine, dude. Let's just see how this plays out. <laughs> <laughs> fucking maniac! Did, now, part of the part of you start wishing. You know what? I, I hope we do crash. See uh, how you like I, it. I'm kind of passive aggressive like that. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm always like, yeah, let's, uh, this this guy'll fucking learn. This guy'll fucking learn when he smashes into that fucking car he's doing that a lot. A lot of that too. He's doing a lot of looking up and slamming on the brakes oh, because he's like almost crashing into cars constantly. Not not any kind of signal to him. That he should stop doing it. This is how life works. I drive my car while I watch television. I'm fucking retarded. He learns nothing from his behavior. <laughs> He's Johnny Drama. He learns nothing and he keeps getting a lesson every three seconds. <laughs> is anybody else in the car with you? It's just me and him. Okay. And it's this, like, tiny, it's this tiny, tiny car. And I'm like, all right. So we go pick up this kid, Matt. He actually works for the improv. Good kid. And we go back to his house. Or his, like, townhouse. And in the parking lot, there's, like, his brother and his sister. And I meet his brother and his sister. And they're just hanging out? They're, like, going to work, the both of them. And I go, oh. Oh, boy. Fuck. Am I staying at this guy's parents' house? <laughs> <laughs> you know you are. <laughs> I wish I was. Because when we get there, he just lives with his brothers and sisters. Oh, okay. Wait, how a total? total. How many siblings? One brother, one sister. Okay. But it's not one of those things like I also don't feel comfortable going, hey, man, are we staying at your parents' house? I'm just – I'm along for the ride at this point. Yeah, yeah. So long that it doesn't crash. And we get in the living room. First of all, we stop for beers at like 5 o'clock. Uh, that's what you did hey, In right? the afternoon. And the dude is looking for his ID in, um, in the glove compartment and it's just like just full. It's just like full of garbage. Which is something I've noticed about the people that pick me up. And we'll get into this a little bit more later. Okay. When people come pick me up to work at these clubs, like in St. Louis, especially in the Midwest, Indianapolis, I don't know what it is. They pick you up in cars full of trash and cigarette butts. And they don't even take the shit off the seat till you open the door. And then the shit on the floor is just, okay, just step on those. Eight water bottles right, right. and three coffee cups. <laughs> I'm cool with it. And it's not just dudes; girls will do it too. Like it's if a waitress comes to pick you up from the club. Or- something about the comedy waitstaff lifestyle, especially at B clubs, that's just. Eh, I don't really organize. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and that's what I said to the kid. I go, "Hey, man, he's go- he's like rummaging through just fucking dildos and fucking slinkies." <laughs> In his club compartment. Right. And I'm like, hey, man, at least you're organized. And he's like, Matt, man, you're making fun of me. You're busting my balls. And I'm busting his balls because I'm like, I'm angry. Yeah, at this point. I'm just angry and I feel like – I get way ahead of myself in these situations. I'm like, this this is your life, dude. Right, right. This is your life. This is your entire life. Just <laughs> fucking 25-year-old kids driving you around, slamming into fucking <laughs> jersey walls. And it's your choice. It was your idea, you fucking moron. <laughs> so I go, I go way down – I go way down uh, irrational street pretty easy. I know my man full charge. <laughs> and You get like annoyed. I'm You're like, like oh. but you usually always have a killer show when you get pissed oh, off. Oh my god! Oh, right? You that, had, that energy. I had a great show because I just ragged on these fuckers <laughs> for the first seven or eight minutes. <laughs> it was a roast. like seven or eight minutes. I just roasted <laughs> all these fucking guys. So we get to the ho- we get to uh, the hotel. <laughs> I should be so lucky. Yeah, we get to the kid's house. And he goes, hey, let me show you uh, Let me show you the bathroom. Let me show you the bathroom. Because oh, the bathroom is just – the door is off his hinges. So it's what, like – Like hanging off or completely it's just removed? just up against a wall. <laughs> so it's open, so to speak. Okay. Or a jar, so to speak. Right, right. And it's leaning up against the wall inside the bathroom. And he's like, all right, so this is what you do if you want to use the bathroom. And he starts picking the door up and starts – putting it towards the door. I'm like, no, I think I got it. Wow. I'm not happy about it, but I think I got yeah, it. Yeah, I can manage the door lift. <laughs> I think I got the, the, the reasoning here. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. It's just more piled on. And there's only and one bathroom in the whole Yeah, yeah. And speaking oh. of piled on, so God help me if I got to take a shit. Right. After I've been traveling all day. He's like, all right, your towel. He shows me a room. I thought it was a spare room. I later realized it's his room because like he just keeps walking into it to get stuff and everything. And he doesn't tell you. <laughs> so now you just he goes. I go, Can I? I go. Do I have time to take a shower? He goes. Yeah. There is your towel under there. It's under like this piles and piles of laundry. Didn't. It's fold. this, this folded towel. <laughs> this very neatly folded towel oh, okay. under piles of laundry that are not folded, <laughs> which may or may not be dirty. Yeah. We'll assume they're clean. I'll give him that benefit of the doubt because after I do laundry, I don't always fold my shit right away. True. And I don't even really care to be honest with you. That's the least of my fucking worries. Right. Right. But still, there's no thought really involved in preparing. For yeah, guests. yeah, no, none at all. Yeah, and he took a credit card for incidentals. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so then they just they break out this weed and just start smoking all this weed. It, it's while they're watching soccer, him and the other dude, him and the dude that was our, my ride. Oh yeah, your my ride, Track right, driver who already sucked. Start smoking like pounds of fucking weed. When this shit goes down, you better be ready. You better be ready. They are not ready. I'm like, all right, guys, I'm going to go take a nap because I hadn't slept all night. And I'm just like, I just go in there and lie down. And Could you sleep or are you just so annoyed? I was totally fall? fucking falling asleep because I was exhausted. I didn't sleep. I slept here and there on the plane, which is no kind of living. Which right, is no yeah. kind of life. Which is no you kind know of me, sleep. I travel with the earplugs and the mask and I just try to zone out. And... I, no, I get some sleep, but I mean, it's uncomfortable. I wake up sore. I wake up in pain. Yeah. Uh, and it's not really a good length of sleep. Um, the pilot wakes you up and shit, too. Yeah. Like, I, I fell asleep at one point and uh, I finally got some sleep on the second flight. This is well into the next day. Yeah, yeah. This is like eleven a.m. the next day after the major layover. Yeah, after the major layover, and and of course this woman, you know, you know pushes on me and wakes me up. <sighs> so like this little girl can go take a piss. Oh god! And she's like, uh, she goes, yeah, she was, she got really scared in that turbulence. And I was <laughs> like, oh, so what? She got to go to the bathroom now. Like, uh, first of all. Does that mean she has to go to the bathroom now or does that mean she like shit her pants? I mean, you, like, Just don't tell me. <laughs> yeah, just don't, don't tell care. me. This is a poor little girl. She like, needs to go. Let her go. You know? That was the funny part is the plane was like all kind of turbulent and shit and like people people around me are always like freaking out. I'm always like, I don't even have a plane to get home. <laughs> dude, dude if this thing dude. goes down like <laughs> it's going to be sheer horror for about seven <laughs> minutes and then all my problems are over. I That's don't it. have a death wish, but I do see the upside of death. You you look on the bright side, right? I'm an optimist. (laughs) So they just started. They're like, hey, we're going to go to the show now. And of course, they're running the show, so we're going to the show way too early. Oh, yeah. There's no reason for me to be there. You're sitting there an hour watching people. And um, we're, we're going to climb into the car, and this kid, you know, they're stoned, and then there's just like every ounce of blood in your face is trying to get on the outside of your skin. Stones. Like Like his face is puffy. Yeah, his face is puffy. His eyes are bright red and he's like, let's go, man, let's go. And I'm just like, (laughs) "Ah, I'm not even, I'm not that square. Like, I know the odds are he's not gonna crash the car. Right, right. But for me, it's like, this isn't responsible. Yeah. This kid's not responsible. I'm not responsible. I don't feel like fucking getting into it with these guys, though. So I get in the car. He starts playing, like, Counting Crows. He starts playing uh, that song from Almost Famous. Uh, Hold me closer, tiny, tiny dancer. dancer. And there's something very eerie about a 25-year-old stoned kid <laughs> driving, like, a really cool car in a small town. Yes. You get the feeling, like this, like, this could be it. Right? Like, right, this yeah. is the kind of creepy fucking way you go. Like, Tiny Dancer is your omen. Yeah. But that's the thing about death, too. And, and me and my friend Mark were talking about this the next day when I ended up in South Beach. You don't die. You always think your like, your death is going to be some big, great moment. Like, you're going to... But you never. no one's ever died, like, getting an Oscar or, like, <laughs> uh, or like winning the lottery. It's always, like, just some random shit. Yeah. It usually happens from some stranger that you don't know. And it's just like, well, this 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 is fucking creepy enough. <laughs> this could be it. Somebody throws a straw at you, gouges your eye, you wander <laughs> yeah, in a traffic, yeah. bam. that's it's it. Just it's just as it. trivial as everything else, else in your life. Yeah. You know? Well, by the way, l- later on, let's answer this question, because uh, I'd be interested in your answer. What is the closest you've come to death? Um, I think, as far as I can tell, is actually hitting the Jersey wall. I was coming back from wow. a show when I was in a band as a kid, and it was raining, and this is my... Fuck, the guy driving was really nervous and he thought he was going to change lanes and he was going to hit a car and we were all like, hey dude, don't do it. And then he just took the wheel the entire other way Jeez. and then it just... And then just started going right towards the Jersey wall on a bridge. Oh so if gosh. we busted through that Jersey wall, that would have been curtains for Full Charge. Wow. Will Full Charge live to see Los Angeles in a stand-up <laughs> comedy career? Tune in next week. Looks like it might have been No Charge. As far as I can tell... That's it, but God only knows. That's all I'm coming up with right now. What about you, man? Well, I mean, on one of the previous po- podcasts, we talked about me getting robbed three times, and y- one of yeah. them was at Denny's. Um, that definitely, I thought I, I was. There's I was, a gun pointed was, at you, right? Y- yeah. Oh yeah. Like that could, that could go off for was, whatever reason, accidentally, on purpose, whatever. That was definitely. You were in line. Yeah. You were in danger. But but you know, I think though. For, oh yeah, freshman year of college. Uh, yeah, I was like 19 years old. It was at spring break. We were in Cancun. And um, yeah, they have cones that are set up that says, "Hey, if you drift into this, it's dangerous." But I guess I was a little too close to the cones, and the under <laughs> no, but the undertow was sucking people on like right, people, right? And at first, nobody, everyone that tried to like help us yeah. could, couldn't quite get to us, and I yeah. thought I was gonna die. I right, literally, right. I hadn't eaten yet, and I was yeah. just kind of like an idiot. I'm just yeah. kind of bobbing and. After a while, you kind of time it. Like, okay, here comes the undertow. Let's just dive and go back up. And I honestly think had I smoked or had I not exercised frequently that I I wouldn't be here. Sure. But I finally kicked my way in. Oh (laughs) good. Fuck you, God. (laughs) Thanks a lot, G. You didn't get get clawed that time. Alive and kicking, bitch. So get to the show. And there's only like four people there. Like I said, I got to sit there for like an hour. And the... I don't. I do. I do small shows all the time. Mm-hmm. I kind of like them because you can like get in there. You can fuck around. You can try new shit. You no can pressure. talk to the people. I love it. And the big thing about the thing about a big show with lots of people is like, yeah, you can get them going. Yeah, you can start killing. You can feel that ruckus. You can feel that energy. Mm-hmm. But the second it takes a small dive in energy, the crowd starts to panic a little bit. And they go, oh, is the show going to be bad now? They almost don't trust it, And then it diminishes, diminishes, diminishes because they can't hear the laughter anymore. So I like a small crowd because you don't have to fuck with the energy that much. You can just like find what's going on. You can just kind of like read people's faces. I like it a lot better. And I I feel like they they realize you're a human being when you do a small show. Yeah. When you do a big show, you're just some dick 400 yards away. Right, right. You know? So No, no, that's an interesting – you're more like a talking head. Yeah, you don't count. You're not a person. You definitely don't have fucking feelings. (laughs) But then this guy comes up to me. There's only four people in the audience before the show starts. For a long time, there's only four people. Are are you thinking that was going to be it for a while? I thought it might, and this dude – and I didn't feel bad about that. But then this dude came up to me. He's like, full charge. I'm a big fan, blah, 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 blah. And that's when I realized – that's when I felt bad. I'm like, oh, this guy's a fan. (laughs) I don't want him to see, like, one of his – a comedian that he likes doing a show in front of four people. Where he's 25% of the crowd? It's it's like – it's way sadder for him than it is for me. Right, right. Because, like, it's supposed to be a good time for him, and now he feels like this huge responsibility. And he's like, why do I believe in this guy? Luckily, tons of people showed up, and, like, everything was fine. Yeah, it was a great crowd. You were there. You did some time. Well, that was the thing, too. When I walked in, they were like – well, that was that was like I didn't know you were going to be there, and I walk in yeah. and I see your mug on the on the poster. Right. The I go, dude, this is one of my good friends. When is uh when's full charge here? They're like, he's here now, man. He's on right. stage right about now. I was like shit. The Funk's old brother. <laughs> so, so I walk in and I I was pretty sure you you knew it was me because you oh I saw I saw it was you and I, I stopped thinking about like what I was doing material wise because I just wanted to come hang out with you because I, like, like I didn't hair down. It was like instantly. It was instantly back in the day. Like, me and you used to travel and do these small shows all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I want to get off stage and go drink with Claude. <laughs> but you had somewhere else to be. But at least we got to hang out for like a half an hour or something. Um, I know how to get to that uh, that other show. But that was the other thing, too, because they go, no, no, we, we roll the headliner into the open mic. And I'm like, yeah. well, that makes sense. Always a brilliant idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, they go, they go, did you sell any CDs? And I'm like, you guys didn't let the show out. <laughs> There's no line out. The show never ends. You, know what I you mean? can't like sell this. merch <laughs> if the show never ends. <laughs> Should I go up in the open mic slot and try to pimp it? It's awesome. So, okay. But no, that's a good observation then, man. The less people there are,
1: it's yeah. like
0: the more freedom you have. Right. No, no, yeah. So then we do uh, a show at the Improv at Fort Lauderdale. And uh, it's pretty fun. They laugh really loud. But I, I seriously fucking hate. Uh, South Florida. Um, I'm saying it. You hate South Florida? I hate doing shows in South Florida. Not the one at Deerfield, but the one at at the Improv. These fuckers just talk (sighs) at a loud level, straight through. And they still laugh, but it just drives me insane. So are they doing that thing where they – they laugh, then they hear a joke, and then they have a little conversation about. Yeah, they your go, joke. "That's just like Tina." Oh, God, I fuck it. it drives me nuts. And people do it to me more than the other comics because I'm like, I pause a lot, and I'm like, I'm a lot more high energy than I used to be, mm-hmm. but I'm still just like speaking. Yeah, it's it's conversation. I'm speaking. I've got a lot more attitude than I used to But I'm just speaking And they, they can't handle it They start talking uh-huh. And the weird part is The talkers are also the biggest laughers So you can't so, I was like I, so You I, need them I, I go Yeah I, At one point I said um, I go uh, I go I'm selling a CD of me doing stand-up If you want to hear me do these jokes Without sluts talking over it <laughs> <laughs> That's and awesome place went <laughs> cuz there's all these fucking people that think they're cute. Well, It's all hot young girls, Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And I've been wor- I've been I haven't cuz the shows have been good. I've just been annoyed. Yeah, yeah. So, but I got a line ready to go that I want to use so bad and I can only use it this week and I can only use it here. Well, tell it. Where it's like if it's t- I'm like I want to be like, "You know, South Florida is the worst place to do shows cuz you guys talk so much, so much chatter. I can barely converse concentrate on what I'm saying." Mhm. I'm like, this is why y'all can't have nice shit, South Florida. This is why LeBron James left your ass. <laughs> <laughs> they will lose their mind if yeah. I do that. And that's a bullet I got in the chamber that I'm just waiting. Oh, on. I only got one day left. I want to hear it tonight. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to do it just for the sake of doing it. No, no, they got to deserve it. They got to deserve it. And they haven't, to be honest, they haven't deserved it yet because they don't know. Some audiences don't know they're bad audiences. Exactly. And it's wrong to punish them. They're still having fun, right? So right. you just do your fucking job. I'm only doing 20 minutes. It's not. It's not killing me. That's true. I just do my thing. But I do notice, obviously, when I do my jokes where I'm like, uh, they where they're like louder. I have certain. I have like two jokes where they're like I'm really loud in them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they love that shit, but they but they don't want to listen so much. Like, and and I have these two jokes. I hope I'm not boring my audience because it's turned into (laughs) stand-up talk really quick. But I've got two jokes up front that, like, get everybody on board. They're fucking great. Yeah, yeah. And then then I can see them kind of lose faith in me until I – and it's really only, like, one or two jokes that don't go over. And I'm like, well, they're fucking – they're dead. Then I start doing these jokes where I'm shouting. They're on board again. Then I go dirty. They're on board. They're really only off board for, like – 30 seconds at a time well, dude, 30, 30 seconds. Iso- isolated seconds <laughs> So I just just calm down But all I can hear is talking Oh I gotcha And I can, f- I can feel them be like Alright you know I didn't like that joke So let's just start Like fucking talking Yeah yeah It's like no We have a relationship well, You assholes Come on You like me <laughs> <laughs> Well Matt what are you do t- Tonight if yeah. there is somebody annoying and it's not the whole crowd, but it is like yeah. a couple of sluts or whatever, uh, just direct it at them. Just be like, it's not all of you. Right. But it's your, these right. sluts right here. Right. The, right. People like you drove LeBron out. Right. You know? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe I'll do it. I'm, I, I can only. Tonight's my last night to do it. Yeah. to so it. I might as well find a way to do it. <laughs> you know, I'll be in the back. And then slam I better the get the fuck off quick. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. Because that place will erupt. Um, and it's not the type of thing where like, oh, we hate you now. It's the type of thing of how the fuck do you follow? Mm-hmm. Such a fucking punch to the nose, right, right. That everyone loves because uh, they will love it. People yeah, yeah. love getting shit on. Well, it's so topical right now too. It's they're begging for it, man <laughs> So we do. So we do the show on Thursday, and uh, we're having a good time. We're hanging out. We're drinking those sweet drinks outside of Wet Willies. What, what's that? Sweet drinks? Wet Willies. They're like they're like Slurpees. Oh, gotcha. And they're just you can tell like even though they're sweet, you can tell you're getting hammered. <laughs> It's hitting you. And there's this kid hanging out, talking about how he, he writes for like the Miami Times or something. I don't know. Some newspaper. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I'm covering the show tonight. I'm covering the show tonight. He's, he's a cool kid, but I immediately start hating him, because I hate critics. Oh, yeah. I fucking hate critics. That's like somebody you can't be in front of me. They're haters. I fucking hate you. Amateur, professional, I definitely hate you. <laughs> but he's cool. We're all getting along. Like He really is honestly cool. Good. But I... but. Matt, the MC, starts talking to him like buddy and buddy and I'm like, hey, 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 don't get so close to the enemy. Exactly. I know, don't get so close to the enemy. This is almost famous again. That's the thing. Right? I go I go, hey, you seen almost famous? He's like, No. I'm like, you gotta see almost famous, dude. It's it's all about hanging with the enemy. mm -hmm. And I go, I'm like, this guy's gonna turn on you and he's gonna fucking and he's gonna get the last word. Yeah, yeah. And um but but it all goes with the almost famous thing and and um and the kid just hasn't seen almost famous, so it's blowing my mind. And how old is this kid? This kid's twenty-five. Oh wow. So he's driving me home. We do we do a podcast at Bert's house or Bert's room at the Hard Rock until like five in the morning. Until Bert takes his pants off. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's our exit <laughs> sign. Like, all right, we're gonna leave, Bert. <laughs> that's our cue. <laughs> oh my God. And I told him later, I go. I go, yeah, man. I forget what I said, but I was like, well, I've already seen your dick this weekend. He's like, when? I'm <laughs> like, last night. You took your fucking pants off. <laughs> he, didn't he, was, he goes, was I really wasted last night? I was like, no, I don't think so. I think you just want to take your fucking pants off. <laughs> I go, it was good for me. I've never been in a fraternity. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so we get in the car, and again, he's like, this is my sister's car, and the the it's littered with trash. It's like a fucking bottled water bomb went off in the fucking... Car. It's a twelve pack of like, It's like, it's like I got an air mattress on the floor. It's just all crinkly <laughs> and like, God. And I'm like, all right, this. Is, but it's a perfect metaphor for people's lives. It's like if you can't clean your fucking car, and I'm, I've been guilty of this at certain points in my life. Right. But if you can't clean your shit up, you're in trouble. That you is that's clean your, your, your whole life. Yeah, it's your whole life. You don't realize it, but it's just like in the corner of your eye, it's coming at you and distracting you. No, it's psychological, man. So we, we start driving down. He can't find a fucking place. And I'm yeah. like, oh, just losing my mind. And we get to the Hyatt. We finally find it. And I'm like, hey, do I have a room here? The guy's like, no. And he's like, you're at the other Hyatt. And I'm like, where's the other Hyatt? And he starts writing down an address. Oh, God. I'm like, oh, well, we got to go to this address? Because they told me this address. He's like, no, nah, this is the address right here. And I go into the car. I go, Matt, this is, this is the address we're supposed to go to. And he goes, hold on a second. He goes back in there. And then he comes back out and he's like, yeah, the other address? It's that Hyatt right over there. We're looking at it. What? You know how there's two Hyatts here? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Instead of pointing across the fucking way and saying, there's your hotel, he writes me another address. What a dick. What a fucking concept. Instead of just pointing? <laughs> he goes, no, you got to go here, man. GPS, look it up. What? What? <laughs> So then I get in the hotel, and then I go to open my room, and it's already got a Do Not Disturb sign on it. So I'm like, there's, so, there's definitely somebody oh, in okay. here, but I've got to find out for sure, otherwise I can't go tell the yeah, yeah. the desk. Luckily, they were smart enough to lock her from the inside. Nice. So boom, I'm like, there's somebody in my room, blah, blah, blah. They give me a new key. And meanwhile, this kid's car's overheating. What? So now i got to take care of this kid's car overheating by like pouring water out of the uh, the ice bucket into his ah, fucking car. Ah. Get to bed at like five or six. Oh like, alright. god! Next night, dude's driving me home again. This is Matt or the other guy. This is Matt. Okay, and go, goes he goes. We're walking towards the car and he goes, "Oh man, I left my lights on." I'm like, "All right, that's cool." Dealing with the <laughs> goes child. Go start the car. <laughs> go start the car. Car won't start. <laughs> we get a <it> fucking jumped. <laughs> We can't find my hotel again. He learned nothing from last night. Didn't keep the address. No. Well, we got the address, but it's like we can't find it. It's over there. And I don't really know the area that well, and he's telling me my GPS is wrong. And I'm like, well, I, I, don't, I don't know what to do. All I know is yeah. GPS. I don't live here. Well, dude, your car's been wrong the last two nights <laughs> in a row, fuckers. So. <laughs> so this is a new car. This is, uh, this is his car now. He's not driving his mm-hmm. sister's car. Mm-hmm. We go to Taco Bell. We're in the, we're in the drive-thru. And started, this car starts overheating. No way. No way!
1: Where and does he work?
0: At first I go, didn't you fix this last night? I go, oh, this is another car. I'm like, what the fuck is <laughs> wrong with you? You what? don't look at your fluids before you leave? What do they put in it? Like lava? They- <laughs> oh like Coca-Cola or something. Mm. Pop rocks. So we go back. But now this is the horrible, horrible scenario of if he turns his car off. His battery hasn't charged enough. Oh. But if he keeps going it on, it's going to overheat. It's like fucking Jeopardy. Oh, my God. So he turns it off, and we try to find somebody to jump it. I think eventually he finds somebody to jump it. And then yesterday when I saw him, he goes, "He goes, yeah, it was the oil. It wasn't the the coolant. So he's just like fucking out of oil. No way. And I told the guy at the club, I told Justin, I'm like, I'm um, I'm going to get a ride home from you tonight. What, was he cool with that? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> But then Justin was leaving early, and I could tell Bert wanted me to hang out. So I'm like, fuck it. Here we go again. Oh, so Bert was going to get a ride from from Matt again? Well, no, I'm going to get a ride from Matt. Bert's staying at the Hard Rock. I have to get a ride here. Oh, okay. So I got to either leave when the manager leaves at the improv, but like, you know, part of being an opening act, you got to fucking, you got to hang. Yeah, you do. So again, I'm going out with this kid, and now he's doing this weird thing, and I don't even know why he's doing this. Well, I guess because the battery died last night. He bought the wrong size battery, so somehow he brings out a new battery out of the trunk and starts the car that way. What? Like, I think he jumps it. <laughs> he jumps his own car <laughs> with a separate battery? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he ran out of oil. Uh, he jumps his own car. Uh, with another battery. <laughs> this is kid's life. <laughs> this is kid's life. He's like an infant that can drive. Uh. And it doesn't it doesn't stress him out at all. He's he's nothing but smiles. Well, that's probably that's a good thing, right? It's a good thing for him. It's a bad thing for me. <laughs> I'd much rather like roll with an uptight dude that got his shit together. Who's like swearing and can't believe it. Yeah. Okay. What else are we talking and, about? And Matt, hmm. if you're listening, you're a good dude. Oh, you he knows. To step up the organization. I love man. him with all my heart. <laughs> he yeah. That's it. And this is just week one of your seven week jaunt, right? This is like four, five, six days in. Wow. And uh, I'm trying to keep a cool head. Um, Bert's, Bert's uh, Bert wrote a book, right? What's the name of the book? It's called Life of the Party. Pick up a copy if you if you can. It's a it's a it's a funny shit. I've read it reading around sitting around the green room. What's the premise? It's just a bunch of stories about Bert's life. You know, Bert's had a crazy life. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's really funny though. Cool. Um, and there's a guy, there's always people in the green room that are selling the book. It's this thing. I don't really know the details, but he, he doesn't really sell it himself. He has people from local bookstores come and sell it. Oh, okay. Okay. I think, I think, I think it's easier tracked that way. And I think he's interested in it being tracked. That makes sense. Uh, but now there's like an extra fucker, an extra person in the green room, which is annoying. And in Dayton, especially since they're like really comfortable asking questions and like participating and stuff. And you're trying to prepare before you go on stage. I'm right? nervous. I'm sick to my stomach. Yeah, I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> I'm me. <laughs> you almost just died out of an oilless car. <laughs> so in Dayton. I think I might have talked about this in the podcast before, but in Dayton, there's this chick there who's like trying to like crack jokes with me the whole time. Like I'm I'm like getting my hair together, yeah, in front of the mirror, and she's like, "Don't worry, you look great." I'm such like, a big fan of that. Just get the fuck away yeah, from comedians me. Comedians love that shit. Fucking maniac. <laughs> she makes the mistake of telling uh, telling Bert she's a comic, and he goes, "Oh, you're going up tonight," and no she's way. like, "What?" She's like, "I haven't been on stage in a year." He's like. You're going up tonight. <laughs> he totally tur- talks her into it. He's like, "This is a huge opportunity." First of all, she told him she didn't watch the show. He goes, "Are you out of your mind? You're a comic," and he, she's like, "Yeah, but it's all dude stuff." He's like, "You're looking at two of the like, like you know, the more successful guys in the business, and you don't want you don't want to watch them. They're right there. They're right there. But you want wa-, which is weird. Like she wants to be friends with us, but she didn't. I, you know, whatever, it's whatever sort of she track. wants to. I understand not want to watch. To be honest with you. But why is she there?" She's there to sell books. Oh, okay, okay. But she's in the green room. Well, watch the show, then sell the books. Yeah, so so she goes up. She does fine, actually. She she like cursed way too much. That was the review. Like that's all she did was like curse. Yeah. But she looked confident as shit on stage. Well, that's good. Um, but this this guy here in in Florida, he's just there and he's asking me all the questions. Like, is uh, the MC here yet? And I'm like, no. He's like, well, is Bird here yet? And I'm like, no. He's like, well, what happens if the MC doesn't come? I go, I just, I just go up. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck are you worried about? Yeah. Who, who, You're selling books two hours. From- <laughs> you stressed out about this? <laughs> what's wrong with you? And he's just bugging me, you know? Yeah. At one point, I go, because uh, he works for a bookstore, so I figure he may be a writer. Yeah. And, and Bert, me and Bert ordered, like, a poor man's buffet. It was, not, it was like, all right, what's fried on the menu? Yeah. <laughs> Give us one of each. It covered the whole table in the Plumber green room, and there's right no here. there's no way we could eat it all. And we we um, uh, there's just like tons left over. Mm-hmm. And the, the the guy selling books is in the green room, and I and I got a to go thing, and I go, hey, are you a writer? Because I figured he might uh, be. Right. Right. He goes, no. I go, good. This will never be in. This won't be in a book one day. Then, and I just start pouring all the fucking fried food into a to-go to go like, box. Take it out. <laughs> it's like you. That's know, another thing. You don't want witnesses to fucking ghetto shit yeah. like that. When you got, but you know you're gonna need it. Come three a.m. You're oh, gonna yeah. need it. And huh. I did the right thing because we were munching on that shit. No, it's smart. Yeah, but you don't want Ralphie Mae behavior, right? F- to be, in- I, I like. I'm a little. I'm a little, little self conscious right now about like people ripping on me for like not being rich. And like that's one thing I just I, I was also just making a joke Yeah, yeah And I, I was just it. kind of embarrassed about it Yeah Hey man, I do the same thing You gotta prepare So last night I'm just sitting there And he goes uh, He goes Hey, I'm going to get a pretzel Anybody want one? And I'm like No nah, man, I'm off pretzels And he goes You're off pretzels? Like, oh, no, nah, man It's just a joke <laughs> He goes Oh Funny And I I swear to God I was a tea kettle I he was, was like, just about to fucking kill him Yeah being in the green room. And it hurt worse that, like, Bert laughed. Bert laughed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you're in the red. Because it's like, there's no safe place I can be. I get you want to make jokes. Right. I get you, like, hanging around. Yeah. But, like, this is the only place I can really be. This is supposed to be me being comfortable. And yeah. I'm, like, losing my mind. Well, now he's, you're gone to the Navarone. Oh, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I was like, yeah. It, and, uh, and something to the effect that, like, now people are, like, Bert is saying that, like, he's funny or he's saying he's funny. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm going to bring you on stage now. You can tell that fucking joke. That'll be a- – like I'm, I'm like uh, – I'm rimming. Like I'm rimming. Is and he knows doing it like, to like intensely – No, Bert's, Bert's a cool guy and he likes – No, I know, but I didn't know if he was doing it to – No, Bert genuinely thinks this guy was funny. Bert genuinely thinks what he said was funny. And granted, it was like a good jab. But it's like, dude, I'm a comic for a living. Yeah. I'm in my supposed-to-be-safe zone. And you're shitting on me and telling me, basically, I'm not good at my job. And I wanted to kill him. And he could tell, because I'm looking him right in the eye and and talking to him. Like, I want to fucking murder him. And I know this is a temporary situation. Yeah. I know I'm wrong. (laughs) But I can't stop myself staring him down. Like, I'm just going to fucking kill him. How did he react to it? He got the fuck out of the green room. Well, I'll say you win in that situation, right? Uh, yeah If you make somebody panic And leave like, I feel like I lose Because like I should just go Yeah you got me <laughs> You know what I mean See I was like, thinking If he point, stared back at you Like what are you gonna do about it Then you would lose <laughs> But You know I, mean? well, I still haven't lost yet That's right What am I gonna do about it If but, I did something about it Then I win then you But win. then you really lose It's like the further down That rabbit hole you get Yeah Cause you don't wanna The key to being an adult Is cutting off your emotions and I fucking failed. Pick your spots, right? Eh, whatever. At least he left the fucking green room. <laughs> fucking douchebag. <laughs> Not contributing anything. What's this guy's name? Nah, I fucking, I don't know. Insignificant. Okay, what else do we have to talk about before we call Wendell? Oh, yeah. I, I've, been, I've been standing in this hotel room for like three days now, and I just now uh, looked over in the shower and noticed it was a band-aid, like a used band-aid. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> worse, man. That's worse than a black hair that you know is not yours. Really? Oh my god! I was like, mm. was it a used band aid? Just kind of. Oh yeah, it's it's it's. You can tell it's used because it's, it's taped together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so luckily, oh. I didn't get to see like there's blood. What was left on it? Oh, I just go, eh, you know, probably nothing bad. Probably <laughs> nothing happened. There's been five showers since. If it did again, I've lived a long life. I've I've my resume is incredible incredible. My obituary is insane. Dude, it's fucking brilliant. You're almost forty. Um, here's something before we call Wendell. I, f- I fired my agent. I feel like I fired my my manager twice now. Twice. So first thing I did, I sent him an email, but I I didn't actually include him because I was drafting it oh. and I forgot to put his um his email in there. Uh huh. So I just sent it to myself. So I'm walking around all day thinking I fired my manager, which is a bad feeling for me. I don't like confrontation. Sure. And sure. I'm very, like, sick to my stomach and stuff. <laughs> I realized I didn't do it. So then Sunday night I sent it out again. So then all over, it's got to start all over again. The sickness to the stomach and what's he going to write me back? And Is it going to be yeah. me? Because I'm, I'm, I'm firing him because he's a dick. Right, right. And that only makes me think he's going to say something shitty. So now you're worried. And I just – I can't I, – I don't know what it is. Like, on paper – Like, what's an insult from some guy that really doesn't know what the fuck he's doing anyways? And I'm the guy that's done all this shit with my life. And I'm the guy who's getting on stage and getting laughs. And I'm the guy who's never been better at – this is a very arrogant podcast, but it's (laughs) true. I've never been better at stand-up than right now. And this non-creative guy. Yeah. If anything he has to say to to me – and he's hounding me. I'm firing me because he's hounding me over like 40 bucks. And he's being a real dick about it too. And so I'm like, this guy's got, it. I made, uh, you know, and I told enough people, they're like, he's got to fucking go. Yeah. So now there's no turning around because I've told too many friends and they gonna be like, so did you ever fire that guy? And yeah, like, yeah. No, I decided to work it out. No, you don't wanna be it that has guy. to be done. Mm-hmm. So I sent this on Sunday night a week ago and he still hasn't written me back and I'm still up on his website. No way. <laughs> so I think I got to do it again. You send it i got to do it again. Now, what are you going to call the But subject? that only just shows – I don't know. That's the hardest part. Take two. <laughs> yeah, take three. Refire. <laughs> and wow. it's just I've got to go through it all over again. Yeah. It's like breaking up with a girl. No, it is. It's the same thing. Um they usually freak out. Yeah. Managers or girlfriends. And, wow. and the fact that he hasn't read the email yet only – reinforces the idea that he should be fired. Right, right. Because he doesn't see my emails as important. He doesn't read the whole thing. Didn't read it. Didn't acknowledge it. I was hoping he was such a cunt that he was like, I'm not even answering this. Well, he probably is. Yeah. I, I think he read it. I and think he's, he's they... I I'm thinking about just waiting for him. If he writes me again, just being like, hey, this is really embarrassing, but I sent you this a week and a half ago. Did, see did below. you get this? Yeah, yeah. And the funny part is he's acting like he does all this stuff. Meanwhile, I'm having no problems <laughs> managing. Basically, all my work comes from Bert. Right. Like, okay. he's going to act like he's entitled to, like, feature money. Come on, dude. Dude, first of all. Come it, on. If you're asking – if you're, like, hounding your client for $40. bucks, you are in trouble. Yeah. You need to get some more clients to <laughs> get some better work. <laughs> my God. And I looked at the website. The web, my, like, my website looks like – it looks awesome. Mm-hmm. And you look at his website – it's all in black and white and shitty, like it's yeah. 1998. And my, and my picture's all like squished, and I look like I weigh 300 pounds. <laughs> you know what I mean? He doesn't know how to format the photo. Oh, my God. He's garbage. It's his email. The best that... part is I know he's not listening to this podcast because he doesn't give a fuck about me. Right. If I, even if he is still, thinks, still thinks he's my manager, when my, when my CD got up to number seven on iTunes, mm-hmm. he goes, this is great. Um, can you tell me why this is happening? Like uh, I'm funny and people are listening. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to say? Have dick? you ever heard a more insulting question? It simultaneously was insulting. It was also like, hey, uh, Matt, I don't know anything about stand up or wow. the stand up comedy business. Was basically what he was saying, yeah, right? Yeah. I go, hey, I do a lot of podcasts and I've been pimping them on podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I go, I go, and he's asking me why certain people are headliners. I'm like, oh, a lot of it has to do with them being on the Rogan podcast, which I'm on. By the way, I say right. you might want to start checking that, bringing out. that up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable! <sighs> and by the way, you're, it's true—you are not confrontational unless you are in the green room. Right? <laughs> that still wasn't conversation. That was just like, "You want to go, dude? Yeah. Do you want to play this game? <laughs> we can do, do it. Do you want to play this game? What? He really is kind of like barbaric in his thinking. Like he's just not. Uh, oh, my manager? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's just a fucking brick wall. He thinks it's like because um, he used to manage all the blue collar guys. Oh, and yeah, like yeah. his whole mentality is the road, which is why I hired him. Sure. I go, let me go back to basics and just do the road for a while. Well, you wanted to recreate, but the... he couldn't help me in his specialty. And he definitely can't help. He knows no one in Hollywood. He knows no one. He doesn't right. even know a commercial agent. That's unbelievable. Yeah, That's... he's ghost. Wow, he's ghost like Swayze. <laughs> What's his email? Prodigy dot net. <laughs> yeah, yeah, AOL <laughs> a- online. Oh my god. All right, let's call fucking Eric goddamn Wendell. I hope he saw Planet of the Apes. All I can think about with Planet of the Apes is if I was in the woods and I saw a bunch of monkeys ride up on horseback, like, how clean would your underwear be if that happened? Uh, I'd probably die of fear. <laughs> now, now, what would be scarier, a bunch of monkeys or a bunch of Wendells? <laughs> like all clones of Wendell? Right. Wendells on horseback. <laughs> Wendells on monkeys would be even better. Hey, man, we're trying to take over the world. <laughs> This is where the magic happens. Talk to me. Is he working, by the way? Talk to me. (laughs) What's up, dude? I'm here with Claude Stewart in Fort Lauderdale, Florida.
1: Wendell? Nice, dude. What's up, Claude? How you doing, bud? Chilling, man. (laughs) I'm trying to recover from last night.
0: Oh, yeah? What did you do last night? Went
1: to Riser's uh, poker home game. Got fucking destroyed, and <laughs> annihilated. <laughs> like the shirt says I tweeted some pictures.
0: Did you um? Did you win any money?
1: Yeah, dude, I actually did pretty good for once. Uh, I won like 140
0: bucks. Nice, beautiful. I still owe you oh, 35, yeah. by the way. I I, I want to be honest with that, even though I don't have it for you right now. Um. um
1: yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm, I'm charging uh, Twenty-five points, like a loan shark. Yeah,
0: go ahead. Well, he owes his manager forty, so Let's, we got to take care of that first. <laughs> Are you going to come over to one of the podcasts and break my legs? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm not lefty to do that. I don't do my own dirty
0: work. You hear that? That's a laugh of a winner. That's yeah. That's a, that's a laugh of a winner. <laughs> the hangover hasn't killed your mood, my friend.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm trying to recover. It's been. I got up a couple hours ago. I'm slowly recovering
0: you know what helps I've learned this weekend a couple beers a couple beers takes yeah, that I edge right know. off Hair of the I've dog been hearing that
1: for late. a long time I just I just can't get up the courage to, to do that
0: now what might happen is you might start to get physically addicted to the alcohol don't worry that's only something that's impossible to break
1: <laughs> don't, don't worry
0: <laughs> that's only something you'll have to go to meetings for for the rest of your life uh,
1: um, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I'm not trying to go to any Yeah, I know. It's Funny, my mom told me I might be an alcoholic because well, I like to go home and drink once or twice a week.
0: Once or twice, I that's be, it. You know
1: what I mean like,
0: That's all you drink huh? once or twice a week.
1: Yeah. That's oh, what you're I told her. I was like, you're fine. I'm you're like, good, an alcoholic man. is someone that fucking wakes up at six a.m. because they know they can go to the store and buy more beer. I drink, I drink like every night.
0: I drink, like, every day from 2 p.m. to 10 p.m., and I'm not even alcoholing. So tell her not to worry. Hey, it's a habit. That's it. There you go. By choice. the way, if any family's listening to, to this, that's a fucking joke. This is a comedy <laughs> podcast. Relax. Um. So did you see Planet of the Apes, dude? No.
1: No, I, I didn't go see anything new. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I didn't go see anything new that came out the last couple weeks. All
0: right. right that way. That's exciting. So, there's I, no review?
1: I saw... No,
0: there's no review. hold new. on
1: now. I did see a few <laughs> new movies uh, that the podcasters might not have seen. Okay. A couple of which we talked about on the last show. Well... Because uh, Randy, Randy brought up that lovely really uh, biography or whatever it was. was Amanda Seyfried. Yeah. And, you know, he was saying that she was going to be naked through the whole movie, so I was dying to check that out. <laughs> and I didn't know anything about Linda Lovelace, really, except that she did that, that uh, deep-throat uh,
0: porno. Right. What else is to know, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. It's... I'll tell you what else is to know. Yeah. I saw that movie. It's a horror show. Her husband forces her into porn. She gets famous for it, and he really won't yeah. let her quit. No, It's way. a nightmare. It wasn't her idea at all. Yeah, it was brutal. Yeah. So wait, she th- was this the one that Lindsay Lohan had signed on to do? Yeah, but then um, Amanda Siegfried did it instead. And do we know why? Because Lindsay was in jail? Or... I don't know. She, She's I saying, don't know. But the, it's a good movie, but it's a really fucking sad movie with really pretty titties was. in it.
1: I completely agree with everything you're saying. Uh, she was really hot and looked really good in the movie. But yeah, I mean, I didn't know anything about her, and that was terrible, <laughs> all the stuff that happened to her.
0: Man, you see how Planet of the Apes would have been more fun? So you get on board for these movies for the titties. And then next thing you know, you're crying. They really in with the areola. (laughs) Okay, so what about the fact that somebody uh, tweeted you that all this talk about how Scarlett Johansson has not been naked in a movie, but someone gave you the information that, yes, she was in a movie last year naked. Uh, You know, I don't know. And what did you you use to pick the brain and the skull off the wall? After that blew your fucking mind.
1: Yeah, I could not believe that I had not heard of that movie or seen it. I I did, however, find it immediately online and watch it. Oh, what was it? Uh, It was a horrendous movie. (laughs) I mean, just awful. What's it called? I still have no idea what happened. I I think she was an alien or something in the movie. Uh It's one of those movies, like, like, it's like a David Epstein or, like, Stanley Kubrick 2001 movie where you're watching all this shit happening you have no fucking clue what's happening or why any of it's happening and at the end of the movie you still have no fucking idea what's happening <laughs> well,
0: wait, well, Wendell,
1: you well, get to see Scarlett Johansson naked in a very poorly lit scene which is the one he posted
0: what's the name of it?
1: Under the Skin
0: Under the Skin and, okay yeah. so this this is very interesting because usually Scarlett Johansson bumps up a rating about two to three ice cream trucks. That's right. Yeah, and so you sounds like you hated this movie. Uh,
1: I, I, you know, I was not. A, I, th- I mean, I might have to give it a two a two tier rating system. Like, you know, on on the one hand, it would get five ice cream trucks because she was naked, uh, and on the other hand, it might get like one ice cream truck because i didn't like the movie and still have no idea what happened in the movie okay so why don't
0: we split the difference it'd be six divided by two three that that is that fair uh sure so but sure. you said you said the the titties were poorly lit
1: and well, so, I, so I did mean, you really
0: get to enjoy it
1: on on twitter than i thought they looked in the movie like i looked in the on the movie it was a very poorly lit scene it had like this red it looked it looked like she was in a red light district or something, because it had this red fucking light blowing, like, making all the walls red, and her red, it was just really weird and poorly lit, like, I don't know if they did that on purpose.
0: This is the voice tone uh, of oh, a very disappointed body, man. You know? <laughs> I feel the disdain, I do. All right, so we're really going with, like, one ice cream chalk on this movie. Scarlett Johansson couldn't even yeah. save it. Wow. I gotta yeah, see I mean, it, man. I mean,
1: the movie was awful. I, even though I did see some reviews where people thought it was great and this director was the next fucking uh
0: Did you RC, read
1: Farty fucking director for Hollywood and all this bullshit but I, I didn't I didn't agree. I mean, I I don't I want to know what happens in the movie. I don't want to sit here and try and figure out like the whole movie from
0: I self. love the idea of Wendell just sitting on a couch in <laughs> Torrance trying to figure this movie out in his head. <laughs> like scratching his head, writing notes. <laughs> Drawing diagrams—it's <laughs> like a beautiful mind. <laughs> He's got like everything yeah, all I mean, on the walls. He's got an equation like Goodwill Hunting alien
1: or something. I don't understand why any of this happened. I don't, you know, if she, so if she was an alien, I don't know why she was here, what she was doing. Maybe she was just trying to investigate the human race. I don't know. I, it beats—I me. mean, it beats me, dude.
0: I, I like the I beautiful know. mind reference. Like, why was Ed Harris looking at me? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. All right, can you review what? Planet of the Apes anyways? Because I really want to see this movie. I know you uh, haven't seen it. I can
1: it. go see that. I mean, if go. you want me to, I watched Edge of Tomorrow again. Uh, I, that's I, I, still a current movie in the theater. I watched that again uh, last night. You it's watched like, what
0: again? What did you, you watch again? What did you watch again?
1: Edge of Tomorrow, that movie that I uh, saw the screen for seven, eight months oh, yeah. before it was uh, Claude, you don't know. That I wasn't supposed mm. to talk
0: about. Wendell yeah. went to see Edge of Tomorrow as a screener, as like before it was ready. So he saw it without the special effects. No, whoa. Yeah,
1: in November. So, well
0: wow. it's got to be 80 times better with the special effects, right? It was. Uh,
1: it was definitely cool. Like, I definitely understood a couple things. Uh, a couple things were made more clear to me because I could actually see the special effects this time.
0: All I could see in that movie um, was Emily Blunt's face. You want to talk about love? Yeah, she's uh, me and her, a lovely lady. Yeah, it's all about me and her. Nice. Yeah, I, I wouldn't see even care. Uh, that movie's friend. really good. There's no, there's no like sense of humor to it though. There's no like, and I know it's not a comedy, but there's no. There should be something, right? There should be a little it flavor. Doesn't seem. It's just so. Ugh. I thought it was really jokes good. No. Don't get me wrong. It's going to make a lot of money cuz Tom Cruise does not do It's a good uh, movie. It's a, a, a good movie, movie and it's well done, but you just there's like this just lack of Something's missing from it. There's some it. jokes in there. There's some funny stuff. I know. I and make, they're like you know? really shitty jokes. Like canned, right? Yeah, it's like uh Is it kind of missing that uh, that element from Mission Impossible where like the humor, you know, I didn't see well I didn't see Mission Impossible and I'm not shitting on this movie. Wendell, I'm not shitting all over this movie. I thought it was really good. Right. But there's just something, there's this little dimension missing from it that just made me go. Oh, I'm watching a movie. I'm watching movie stars mm. do a movie. Mm-hmm. But I recommend it. <laughs> well, I mean, I see what you're saying. That's just me. Bit, I'm like, never happy. But I know I'd be happy if I went to see it. Planet of the Apes. That shit looks fucking fantastic. Just, the, just the fucking monkeys riding horses. That's worth the ticket price, that dude. That's badass. That man. is terrifying. Yeah. And it well, makes you, you realize no, that's man, all we right, are.
1: I'm gonna to have to go see this tomorrow, now. <laughs> like uh, if the, I mean, if, you know, the aliens? I get off around nine a.m., so I can go see it tomorrow, like a matinee. You're
0: gonna set an alarm and go watch it? Or Are you gonna watch it after work? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I'll go watch it tomorrow, and uh, I can review that next week. Yeah. You're I'll gonna tell be- you what I do want to review before we stop talking
1: about movies is I saw something that I hadn't seen that I, the trailer didn't look very good, so I didn't think it was going to be good. And it was one of the funniest fucking movies I've seen in a real long time. Groundhog Day, and that would be We're the Millers. I don't know if you've seen that.
0: I saw that and I laughed my ass off. We're the Millers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that does look good. I,
1: I, that I, thought, shit was I had fucking a, hilarious. Jason Sudeikis, I did not Jennifer Aniston. I remember seeing the trailer for that last year. I'm like thinking, wow, oh, this is just gonna be
0: okay. So many like, comedies come out do? with all those like the same actors that you just go, ah, oh, here we go again. It's probably good, but who cares? But I saw. Right. And I really laughed really hard. I had oh, cool. a good time watching yeah. that movie. Who directed that? Yeah. I have no idea. I agree. Who directed that, uh, Wendell? And,
1: uh, R- Austin, uh Marshall Thurber, the same guy that did uh, Dodgeball. Like, now, now it makes sense. Oh, like, <laughs> ah, yeah. He directed Dodgeball, and he wrote and directed Dodgeball, and he wrote and directed this. So I'm thinking, okay, well, this, this guy... I mean, he did a couple other bullshit things in between, but... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it makes sense. Pulls now. the things like, that made millions. Ball was really fucking funny, and his, his basically his second outing uh, when it comes to a comedy uh, is this, and and wow,
0: it was really fucking. I good. really wish that uh, Robert Ebert or Roger Ebert were still alive, yeah, yeah. and it was Wendell and Ebert. Oh my god! Because <laughs> one thumb <laughs> and one ice cream truck up, your delivery and your vocabulary would be so funny on that show. <laughs> Yeah, This movie's fucking bullshit. The, t- the titties weren't lit well at all. The titties weren't lit really well. Well, uh, the Memorous That's scoops right. of Flesh or uh, adequate. It takes, it takes a long I time. Disagree. I disagree. I thought the titties movie. were They're very well movie. lit. <laughs> Two thumbs way, way up for those titties. <laughs> okay. It really
1: takes a long time to, to be funny. I mean, I, I'm Does sure it? you guys understand. I mean, he wrote Dodgeball and did that in 2004, and Where the Millers came out in 2013, so Writing the funny movie isn't easy. Take, the, take some time.
0: Now, Wendell, what did he do in between? Was he did he sell some scripts that were optioned and they weren't uh, produced? Or
1: I don't have that much information on the guy. He, he directed one episode of some TV show
0: called The Loop. Never heard of it. Okay. He did some, some movie called The
1: Mysteries of Pittsburgh. Never heard of that. And he uh, did some bullshit shorts for somebody. Uh, so yeah, I don't know what he's been doing. <laughs>
0: You know, uh, he was no, pro- bullshit shorts, is that a technical term? I'm, <laughs> we're not really familiar with that.
1: Apparently, he's just been writing We're the Millers this whole time. I don't know. He did, like, have, like, he had, like, a cameo in that Easy A movie with Emma Stone or whatever. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. That's a good it. one.
0: I like that one. Well, what, who was he in the EZA?
1: Uh, it says Quiznos guy.
0: Aha. Uh-huh. Yes. Who knows? So, he probably was ghostwriting for people, too. You know.
1: I don't know. Maybe he had to do a lot of background work for playing the Quiznos guy, so that's what he's been <laughs> busy. I, I
0: don't know. A lot of reshoots. i
1: tell you what I'm looking forward to, though. Tonight. Planet of the Apes. on FX. That looks creepy as fuck. What? What? The stream premieres
0: tonight on FX. That looks creepy as shit. All right, well, here's what you got to watch is The Leftovers, dude. Is it good? The shit's good. I've only seen one episode, but it's fucking good. Okay. I've heard good things about it. You
1: know... Really, you like it? Uh
0: so Here comes the backlash. Oh, Here, sounds like someone's getting ready to shit all over it. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I'm prepared to shit all over right now, to be honest
0: ah! with you. Why don't you hang in there I a mean, little bit? It's only been like two or three episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Give it a There's chance. The
1: third episode is on tonight. And what have we learned so far? Absolutely fucking nothing. It's a big conundrum mystery still. It's only been two episode. episodes.
0: That's how it's supposed to be. And then on the no, 13th no, episode... You gotta give us something.
1: You can't the, give me anything. On the on 13th... The pilot, the pilot was horrible. I'm like, I'm like, what do I learn after watching an hour-long pilot? I learned huh. nothing. I, well, well, learn, Wendell, I do
0: more. That's funny, because I watched it and felt entertained and calm, but you just seem angry. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, I was kind of pissed off. Like I watched the first episode... And the second episode and I'm like, I still know just about I still I, I know just as much after watching the first two episodes as I do after watching Yeah, but you got to see a teenager have sex.
0: It. I mean, come on. I mean, yeah, I mean you like titties, you got the come titties. On. Too much mystery. I no, guess. no, I'm
1: just saying we know as much right now after watching the first two episodes as we do from watching the fucking but 30 we didn't have any, for the promo we didn't, for the show.
0: But we didn't have any questions before. Now we have questions. No, I had questions.
1: I had lots of questions. I still have lots of questions.
0: Before you watched it? What the fuck? Before you watched it, you're psychic.
1: Where did these people go? Can you give me any kind of hint? How did you know all this shit before you watched it? no explanation for that.
0: How did you have these questions before you watched it?
1: Because I watched the promo. I saw the promo over and over every week because I watch HBO all the time.
0: Okay. Okay. This is how these shows work. And they don't always pay off, but you're getting mad very prematurely. It's like Lost, where you're supposed to be confused at first.
1: Right. Yeah, it's the same guy that did Lost. It's
0: the same appeal appeal mentally as trying to put together a puzzle. But it's a lot less work.
1: No, I understand what you're saying. But there has to be a little bit of give. All they're doing is taking right now. There hasn't been any give. There's been no explanation for anything. Even the most minute part of the show is not nothing has been explained. Not
0: even
1: one tiny thing.
0: Will you watch the next episode?
1: I'll watch the next episode tonight, and, and if they don't give me anything, then I'm fucking done, I think. I might be done right. with that show. annoying. Well, you, know, you got to give the audience something.
0: I give you your I give you review one ice cream truck. <laughs> oh, boo. <laughs> what do you give my review of your review? Uh,
1: I give uh, zero ice cream trucks for that review. It's of like an review. MC
0: Etcher version of a review. <laughs> Battle rap, yeah. It just keeps going down it keeps going. Wait, you no. get it. You guys get it. All right. So I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed you didn't watch Planet of the Apes. I'm going to be bored by next week of it. I'm probably going to see it myself well, by then. But he's got an assignment. He's got Planet of the Apes. Yeah, Planet of the Apes. And then what? He, do you want him to watch the, the entire season of uh, yeah, Leftovers that's, that's just to exact, see? You know, fuck Planet of the Apes. Your homework is to watch every episode of Leftovers and review it. Because this it's is great. Three. It's I've great. Reviewed
1: the first two, the third one's tonight.
0: All right, so that's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, there we go. Every week you review an episode. I want to see you get more oh, and more boy. mad until iTunes explodes. <laughs>
1: oh, i look forward to reviewing until I, I like, don't it. So people's headphones start exploding. explode let me down. I, it's not like I don't want it to be good. I want it to be good. Yeah, sounds like but it. But you, you got to give me something. All
0: sure. right. What if I told you, know. you that it's all a dream? Eh? <laughs> yeah, great, <laughs> great.
1: So it's lost. Now all it's paying off. I mean, it's the same guy that, that wrote and created Lost. Is the same guy that I doing know. Shit. So it could turn into that fucking bullshit too. You never. It know. has a better chance of
0: not turning into quote that bullshit unquote because <laughs> it's on HBO. They get that's a little more true. creative, but the, the the problem with television is if it's popular, they renew it, and then they can't wrap shit up. And that's what happened with Lost. Right. They kept going. They kept right. going, so they couldn't answer any of the questions. I mean, what, what was it, seven seasons? Well, right. Yeah, six or seven, right? Yeah, and you just kept. You're like fucking. You're like Charlie Brown trying to kick the football. Yeah, yeah. At least like, she's not going to take season. it away this time. And you just keep watching. Yeah, like, I waited for that dope. show to be
1: over before I watched it I had Netflix. All of it, and watched it all over the course of a couple months, like so that I was like right on top of it. You know, I wouldn't a show like that. It's kind of hard to watch because they always leave you on a cliffhanger. So I like to keep here's watching. What, here's you know, what
0: you do. So I get, Here's what you do on Netflix when you're watching Lost or anything that has cliffhangers in it, you because I had the same problem. I couldn't get to bed for like a month because I'm watching every single episode of Lost. Yeah, and every single and every episode is a cliffhanger. You got to cut it off at the thirty minute mark when it's boring. Oh, okay. And then you, you then you continue from there the next night. That's brilliant. When they're just sitting around the campfire talking. Yeah. And you're like boring. Just cut it. Just cut that shit. Be a man and cut the shit and go to bed. Because you're right. When it's Orange is the New Black, is the same thing. If you ever watch yeah. that, it yes. always ends on like, yeah. oh, God, I got to see the next one. That's know? what I had to start doing with Orange is the New Black. Because mm-hmm. I'm not going to go to bed when there's stories about women's prison going on. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Crazy eyes. Who's fighting in the shower? Oh, it's a nightmare. <laughs> and you're just so falling you in love. you anything
1: about that new Melissa McCarthy movie, Tammy? I'm kind of skeptical as to whether hey. it looks like something she might have just taken for the paycheck. It hey. might not be good. On the I story. think you're, you're
0: the right. reviewer. I need you to watch this shit.
1: <laughs> but, I'm, I'm going to see it. I, I, that's why I, I was. I planned on going to see that this week. I just never got uh, around to it.
0: I think that I think you might be right about that movie, but I do know that 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 woman has like so much comedy in her. That just what I've seen in the in the commercial kind of cracks yeah. me up. Anytime she's talking shit, or anytime basically anytime she talks like a dude, like an arrogant dude, yeah, it's yeah. fucking hilarious. She has this clueless confidence. Yeah, it's yeah really, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's really good.
1: I really like her yeah I mean I mean I want it to be good I'm just kind of worried
0: you worried yeah,
1: yeah. I'm worried that it's you know gonna keeping you up at night down. I don't, don't want to be let
0: first first episode of the podcast you reviewed Identity, Identity Thief you shit all over that <laughs> so what are you worried about that's true you kicked that off this podcast a, with that, that shit that
1: was a disappointment
0: not for well, me yeah, I love shit yeah, I guess I'll go see
1: it okay, I'll go see it tomorrow or, oh no I gotta no. go see Planet 8th because uh, I know you're excited about that. I'll go see that tomorrow. I'm so excited. I'm see I'll wait. i uh, for Tammy to be on this uh, free website where I can uh, <laughs> watch it for free online here. Cheap.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we'll get that next year. <laughs>
1: no, no, they they get new movies on here. Like
0: I'm going to wait till that comes out on, on Super watched, TV. <laughs> uh, Edge of tomorrow,
1: is tomorrow's on there. That's what I just watched last night. Oh, cool. That's
0: not out on video yet. All right. All right, buddy. Well, why don't you why don't you plug these T-shirts and uh, have a good night at work tonight.
1: Uh, yeah i had to be at work at two in the morning i can't fucking wait uh yeah go to uh five ice cream trucks dot and check out the awesome gear that my main man clint money uh, designed for me
0: your your t-shirts and, uh, are crushing my t-shirts wow t-shirt t-shirt Twitter. gate was in vain you got upset over nothing am crushing you're, I mean, crushing, me. Like five, I you're think. crushing me you're crushing me
1: he sold
0: more than five shirts. I've only sold five. Uh, it's a tie then. All right. Tie. Tie shirt gate.
1: <laughs> and check me out on Twitter. Put some tweets out uh, at Eric Allen Wendell oh. on Twitter. And uh, you can see uh, oh,
0: oh. a hey, hey.
1: home poker game last night. I got my uh, annihilated T-shirt on that Craig made for me.
0: <laughs> annihilated. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Check it out.
0: Um, Got a picture okay.
1: of me with a big stack of chips in front of me and a beer in my hand. Doesn't get much better than that.
0: That's that's a pig and shit right there. <laughs> you, you get that? A good movie, some titties. It's Ice Cream Town, that's baby. Funny. If Scarlett Johansson's titties were on the table, woo, it'd be a fucking home I'm run. nothing
1: that's missing from the leftovers. There's no titties. Where's the fucking titties at? Oh, there was some.
0: There was some uh, girl getting her her um, <laughs> getting eaten out. That's pretty right. fun. Well, yeah, but she
1: didn't show her titties.
0: Oh, no sorry, right. dude. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, man. Hopefully I think tonight. I think Thanks we're tonight starting tonight to see the curtain episode. pulled away from your review, though. I'm glad <laughs> you're being honest about it now. <laughs> it's good. So we get the, the glimpse into the mind of your thought process.
1: South right. Florida, dude. hottest shit down
0: there. Well, you missed the whole podcast. It's uh, you're gonna have to listen to it. I just bitched about it for an hour. Oh, sweet. So I don't want to bore the listeners about um, doing it again. But uh, we gotta go. And uh, just remember, The Leftovers is a great TV show. Boom. Got the last word in. <laughs> that was it. You hung up on it. Because <laughs> you know he's yelling right now. Oh, come on. Hey, man. It's like pushing a button. <laughs> it's like he's going to say the same thing every time. It, it's easy. He's like, no, man. They don't tell you nothing. <laughs> it's the appeal. He hates the appeal. He he likes his, his plot straightforward, right? <laughs> he likes titties out and, uh, you know, the Beat plot. Beat me over the head. With yeah, it. he wants to know what's going to happen. He wants to know what's going to happen when he watches the trailer. Um, Claude, why don't you plug those dates again and tell people where they can find you? My friends, uh, check out uh, my website. It's claudestuart.com. It's uh, C-L-A-U-D-E-S-T-U-A-R-T.com. I'll be heading very soon to Laugh's Comedy Club in Toledo, Ohio, July 17-19. August 1st, 2nd weekend, I'll be at Jr's Comedy Club in Valencia, California. And then I'm heading to Florida again. I'll be at the Comedy Zone at the Riverside Theater, August 8 to 9. That's in Vero Beach, Florida. And then August the 10th, I'm going to be in Walton Beach, Florida at the Comedy Zone in Howl at the Moon. And that's ClaudeStewart.com, right? Yes, sir. Oh, and check out RecycledBabies.com. That's my sketch group. Right. We just had a pilot presentation for Comedy Central Stage and a lot of funny videos. You'll like it. Check that out. Check out TheFullCharge.com. Both done by StormGod Hosting. And um what else? Yeah, come see me in Connecticut this week if you can and, and, and donate a dollar. I, I would greatly appreciate it. It's just it. a buck, right? It's a dollar. Twenty nickels. It's a dollar. You got it. You don't need PayPal, you just need a credit card, and I know you I know you got a dollar on that shit. All right. I love you. I don't mean to hound you, but I want this relationship. I want you to do your part in this relationship. Uh yeah. At the full charge, follow me at the full charge on Twitter and, um, meet me at the ice cream. Tree. I don't know what else to tell you. You probably know everything about me if you're listening to this podcast. So. Hey, thanks for having me, brother. Thanks for coming all the way out. Eh? Craig Coleman and Matt Full Sharon. Don't forget to start the show. EA Dub, Eric Allen Window, Let's roll. Try to keep up. Turn up the AC stage, eating up. Eat it up. Time to devour the full charge power hour.